Hi there, and welcome back to Kira Kira Discusses, a podcast where we discuss pop culture through the perspective of women of color artists and animators. My name is Shayla Simons, and I'll be one of your hosts for the show. And today on our show, we discuss Miraculous Ladybug news and break down the PlayStation 5 reveal live stream. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. Welcome back to Kira Kira Discusses. My name is Shayla. My name is Deanna. My name is Darian. And my name is Mickey. Welcome back, everybody. We are now in the fourth episode. We are keeping this train going. It's going great. How's everybody doing today? Uh, I feel like I need <laughs> a half an apple pie and a nap. <laughs> Which you I, bought, I bought so much cheesecake. Ooh, I love cheesecake. I think my favorite cl- favorite no, not favor, flavor. I like chocolate. Like anything with like chocolate brownie in the cheesecake, that's delicious. Dude, I, I just bought like a I bought like a raspberry white chocolate cheesecake and I cannot <gasps> wait to eat it. Oh, that sounds so good, Darian. Yes. It look good. Oh my god. I cannot wait. I wish it'd be nice to have like like dessert like when I get off work because I've been working now a full time eight hour job eight hour job five days a week and like mm-hmm. Lord I didn't I'm like sitting here like gosh how do people I can see why people come home and they're like drop dead tired they bring home like a bottle of wine and just sit on their couch and then fall asleep I'm like that's that's a mood whenever I come off from work that is life itself. But like, huh? What, Mickey? Nothing. I thought our dog just decided to go crazy. It's fine. I'll edit that out and post. But it's in the, the dog. Okay, so this dog. Tell, Mickey, tell everybody about the dog. <laughs> might well be a about, in this podcast. <laughs> tell everybody about our dog. Yes. So my oh, boyfriend and I. <laughs> so my boyfriend and I live together. Um, I don't know if people can tell, but Darian is visiting me, but we're just recording in different parts of my apartment. Um, my boyfriend and I have been together for about two years. Uh, if any, if I ever mention him, that's what I'm talking about. Um, he has a nine-year-old chihuahua named Chibi. Her full name is Chibi Tarasu. Uh, she is very needy and sassy. And if you ever hear her, that's only because she has decided that her presence needs to be known. <laughs> and it happened, it happened the first episode. We probably heard a dog whimpering, but like we kept it in because it was like, well, you know, TV's fine. But like I came over to visit and it's like the rumors are true. Like she will bark at you because she's like, she doesn't know you. And then like you try to be nice. Like if you're a dog person, you try to be nice. And then, like, she's just like, huh? I don't know who you are. Get away from me. <laughs> she's, an old, she's an old lady. She's just like, get off my porch. <laughs> it's like, all you gotta do is just stuff cheats in your pocket and she will love you forever. Which I'm, I'm just shocked that, like, Darian is, like, she's being way more receptive to Darian. Which, I mean, actually, I'm surprised, but also not surprised. Because just, like, you know, Darian, obviously, Darian's really chill. And as long as she has, you know... If she has food, then like you know, every any dog would love her. And I did not have food. I was just like, "Hi there!" And my very like, "Look at doggy!" And she was just like turned off immediately. 
Nah, I mean, it helps that I have two small dogs of my own, so I know that they have, like, a weird Napoleon type of complex. I don't know that I just need to get on their level, and I'm good. Yeah, understandable. But yeah, guys, so we're gonna get into the news today. We have a lot of news. One of them, we're probably gonna be talking about all this episode, so stay tuned. Um, So our first bit of news is that we got some cartoon news from I can't talk y'all Miraculous Ladybug there is a there's a new Miraculous poster for season 4 revealed on Let's Talk Cartoons showing um, uh, a picture of Marinette's lips and her having the new um, the newly it looks like a newly improved Kwame box that looks very similar yeah it looks very like um, to Marinette slash Ladybug's personality so it looks really exciting especially i don't know or should i say spoilers for miraculous ladybug <laughs> uh, uh, question, i mean i guess like spoilers yeah <laughs> okay spoilers yeah. for miraculous ladybug uh, i mean yeah. technically that whole poster is a whole is a whole spoiler so you know what i'm gonna talk about it um <laughs> literally she becomes a new miraculous holder um um she replaces master foo foo yeah foo yeah. Fu as being the miraculous holder, and he basically goes back to uh, is he from Tibet or just China? Or I think he goes back with like you know the love of his life. I forgot her oh. name, can't for oh. the life of me remember her. Yeah, yeah. That's right, that's right. But yeah, so now she in season four, we're assuming she's gonna be the miraculous holder, so she'll have more control of who becomes who gets superpowers and stuff like that, which is really exciting. Um, but yeah, what are your thoughts, y'all? I'm excited. Oh. <laughs> I'm excited to see, even though I still need to I still need to get even more into Ladybug as far as actually watching it, but I know a lot of weapons, finally, and because I stay on Tumblr too much. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this show, like, I, ca- I cannot really explain to you, like, how Miraculous really came, po- like, I guess I can, in terms of, like, well, first it was going to be an actual 2D anime. Yeah. I was quiet about it. Then they were like, we ain't doing that anymore. And 2D animation is expensive. We're going to do 3D and do it with Zagtune. And so... And so it's kind of like it has French writing, French cartoon writing in it where like it has like, you know, they do a whole plot, the not a whole plot, but like a whole like beginning, middle and end. And they finish in one episode and they yeah. probably will not reference it in the next one. And it's just like I it's just surprising how popular Miraculous is, even with the format that it takes in its show. It's like people put so much lore and yeah. stuff into it. I think it has to do with like you know like the origins of like this whole like company because from the beginning like they did want to do the 2d like you know um style but they saw that it wasn't like you know as effective as or marketable because you know like an edgy like teenage like like uh demographic show doesn't do well abroad seas yeah and I think originally they were going to he, they were going to add more political stuff and more like young yeah. adult things, and then that done, didn't work out as much. I wonder why they thought it would translate better as a CGI thing. Not that there's anything wrong with it, even though I am a two D animator, I absolutely do not mock CGI and three D animation at all because it can be just as grueling as two D. I have seen those render times with Maya. Yeah. <laughs> insert insert so here. Oof, yeah. 
oh my gosh true but like yeah i'm just i'm just wondering because like if they're if they thought that that would be more effective i wonder why they thought that cgi and 3d model characters was a better way to go because that i guess that just makes me i guess that just makes me think like what's a good example like the chipmunks like the newest show that they have that oh yeah yeah all the literally the live actions have been 2d right um, I really, I mean, think, I think that's just been a thing across the board. Like a bunch of like with Disney Channel, their half their shows are 3D based. It could be a situation where the assets are easier to make. Like you just have the character, yeah, the character set already. You have the background all set up. There's no need to do new backgrounds. You just have the assets. Um, yeah, I think it's just oh, makes probably- sense. Yeah, and in some ways it's cheaper than 2D because, like, then you have to, like, there's more production value on that. And in terms of, like, 3D, I'm sure you can, like, you can make a whole episode. And with Miraculous, it's it's basically in one setting. Like, it's in Paris. And sometimes they reuse sets, so it's really easy to reuse assets Mm. and character assets. Uh, That's kind of my theory for it. But yeah, really exciting about uh, season four. How long has it been since season three ended? I think like uh, maybe last this year, maybe? I I might need to look this up. It's been a long time since I last talked about Miraculous Ladybug. I know. You know. I would watch the episodes as soon as they came out in another language. Yeah, same. And then, like, you turned me on to, like, um, you helped me figure out what the order of the last season was, because they were just, they were just, like, coming out willy-nilly. And, like, we didn't know if, like, if you watched them in the wrong order, then you got spoiled. So it's really nice that you helped helped me figure out which ones were in the correct order last season and everything. Yeah, because, what was it? There was, like, this whole thing, too, like, during the first season that... I want to say, like, a Canadian channel was airing, like, the origin episodes before, like, you know, the whole, like, season leading up to those last two episodes had, like, aired. And it created, like, this whole, like, divide in, like, the fandom at the time where, like, oh, like, the creator of the show was, like, saying, like, oh, please don't spoil it for yourself, guys. Like, we worked so hard on, like, these final two episodes so that you would get enough context from like the episodes leading up to it and like so on and so on and you know like it was just like and you know as like a creator I can understand like you know being so heartbroken over that happening with like your baby essentially yeah basically that another question that I it's like here's something that I don't quite understand about miraculous like with a bunch of fans people older fans wanting you know lore context things like that and like and they and being focal on social media like they keep saying we're gonna give you more context we're gonna give you more story we're gonna give you more romance and like in the last season they kind of did that but at the same time saying like where's where is the context like (laughs) come on now because they have to like they have to keep it episodic just so you know enough of their main audience which is you know school-aged children i guess middle schoolers and high schoolers you know can keep enough of like an interest in it mm. and i found out mm. that the last episode right. aired so, I mean, uh, back like... in february of this year mm-hmm. oh okay all right damn february seems like such a oh, long yeah, it does. Time ago. <laughs> 
It's B. Um, it's BQ before quarantine. <laughs> you heard uh-huh. what I said. It's BQ before quarantine. BQ. Oh, yes. Life before BQ. What was that like? Oh, I was so happy. I was so happy. We're so young and vibrant. So free. BQ? Before quarantine. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, oh, but Mickey was saying BQ, like B to the third power. Oh, okay. No, no, no. BQ. B is in. <laughs> Oh dear. No, no. I, I heard. Guys, I'm an artist. I don't speak in math. <laughs> Me neither. But Mickey, you said you you said you had some strong you had a hot take for us. Uh, would you like to oh, share yeah. that take? Look, I it mm, <laughs> sure come on, Mickey. I have just okay, I remember like from essentially the beginning of when Adrian and spoilers I'm gonna go ahead and say when Adrian and Marinette first got together like apparently like Marinette couldn't stand him and then like her tendencies to try and get near him became kind of stalkerish yeah I it's one of the more problematic side to her definitely no no wait 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 start do a thesis sentence and then explain why (laughs) wait (laughs) because I feel like I feel like the way they're writing her is kind of like I don't know why, but I feel like it's a low key like a sympathetic um a sympathetic a sympathetic villain because like it there there are some things that you, you like if you're crushing on a guy unless you're a complete freaking yandere or just a stalker you're not gonna do those things right I mean I do understand with Marinette's you know love of Adrian it is getting to the borderline stalkerish but like but like i think there's some like there's oh you may not you i feel like there is some like sympathy not sympathy but like she has like she has good traits that you know maybe if if you if redirected in a better way like maybe it could work out that she doesn't come off as a stalker like she is kind to her friends she does want the best for her friends she yeah. try like she tries her best to be that you know that good person and everything. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, but also I'm not trying to like you know make this behavior normalized or anything. But like we've all been in that place where we're just like, look at look at that um star or that or that boy or girl. I don't know, and just like look how beautiful they are. I mean, come on, Mickey, you're kind hey. of that way with BTS. Hey, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. (laughs) So people can go ahead and sorry. So people can (laughs) so people can go ahead and say, look, I know the army fandom and K-pop in general, they can get really freaking creepy. How and I will say a lot of time, yes, they are so beautiful that it's unfair. However, Would I actually try to follow any of them? No. Am I going to do like some sasangs, which are um, which are uh, private life or stalker fans? I'm not going to try and sneak oh. in their dorm room. I'm not going to try and I'm not going to try and steal their under like one freaking chick did, or try to follow them around while not wearing any pants, like this one girl did the Jungkook and freaked them the f- oh. the hell out. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh. I'm- I am just saying I'm just saying like this. It I can say that they're beautiful and everything, but that's as far as I'm gonna go because in reality, I would be terrified of them. 
You mean just like Marinette and how she's just, she can't speak any words to Adrian? (laughs) Yeah, but at the same time, trying to be stalker. Yeah, but at the same time, trying to be super stalkerish and stuff. She tried to steal his cell phone at one point. I'm not going to try and steal, I'm not going to try and steal RM's cell phone. I would be terrified of him. Plus, he's really smart too. That's an immediate prison ticket. I'm not doing that. I'll go to the concerts. I'll go to a fan meet. I'm not shaking any of their hands because I'm not doing that. Yes, true. If, we were, if we're talking about now shaking their hands, you can't do that. We're in, we're, we're in a pandemic. <laughs> I wouldn't have even done it. I wouldn't have even done it in the past because that would have been problematic anyways. There was this one, t- there was one instance where a girl got a hug from one of the members and completely got attacked and got death threats online. And I'm just sitting here like, I don't want that heat. All I want is their autographs. And then I want to go and then I want to go home, be happy and put it on display in my phone to put it on display in my home, just like I did when, um, the voice actor for Asuka for e- from Evan- Evangelion did um, sign my magazine. That's all I want. Oh, yeah. But then, was it the the reading that Marinette tried to steal Adrian's phone because she sent him some, something incriminating of like, oh, I like you a lot. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it, it was pretty embarrassing. Not gonna oh, lie. Yeah. So I'm like, I would have, if I use cartoon logic, I would have totally done that. <laughs> Maybe it's just me, but I honestly, I think that's the best case scenario. It's hilarious because true love, it's not super hyper romantic. It is embarrassing and funny. <laughs> it's so funny. My own boyfriend, I was terrified to, I was terrified to first even speak to him. And it didn't take an, and it didn't take everybody else in our circle, especially Shayla finally having to get us together when I actually, when I actually woke up and was like, oh, Oh, he likes me. What? <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And with me and David, I don't know if I would consider it funny. I just was I would consider it like I was, it's just more of a situation of like, oh, if this guy wants to hang out with me, oh, this guy wants to. Talk. Okay, I guess I have nothing better to do. <laughs> nothing huh? better to do. Oh my god. Like I was just like literally like the whole start of how we started dating was just like I came I come home I turn my Tinder onto um where the location that I was at and then I swiped what was it right or left if you like somebody I God, think it's right how does Tinder work y'all it's right how does Tinder work right right and then he messaged me I was just like huh okay this guy seems nice I'll keep going and then he's like we kept talking and then it's like. He's like, oh, I really like you. Do you want to go on a date? And I was like, well, you know what? Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, that's kind of how it's been. <laughs> so, like, I wouldn't say it's funny. It's just a matter of, like, I mean, it, love can be pretty hilarious sometimes. <laughs> Apparently, the people in our friend circle say that say that my my romance is, is very much like a shoujo manga because we keep having, we keep having stuff like this happen all the time. And some moments i literally feel like i'm living in a movie and i'm just kind of like how did i get in this situation how do i get out of this movie this movie is so strange <laughs> exactly what what trope do i need to follow to, in order to get myself out of this well you, you definitely don't want to go into the horror trope that could be weird <laughs> yeah especially because the black characters always die last or first yeah. depends on the movie they always say but... first i think you yeah, before or after the dumb blonde <laughs> <laughs> oh thank you darian <laughs> but no but getting back to it, yeah, I feel like they're like writing Marinette is kind of like a sympath like a sympathetic jerk. And I it's I feel like she's more to she has more to that, but at the same time, 
even though I get a little bit weirded out, I also kind of like that they're doing that because of showing that she's human. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I honestly, you you can't be as worse as Chloe. <laughs> no, no, no. Chloe's just a straight up, uh, straight up bitch. Didn't at one, I didn't at one point she tries to like use her money and popularity to get after this dude. That's worse. I'm sorry. See, yeah. with Chloe, she like every bit of like character development she had, she had thus far. I guess like spoilers for this. Like everything gets taken away within like the last episodes, and I'm just wondering like. Is is this really where we're going? Is she going to be used as like you know another pawn? I thought Lila was supposed to be that character. What happened with this? Mm-hmm. I'm just uh, it just frustrates me with like how it ended, especially with like you know Marinette just like uh, just like leaving Adrian and Kagami. Like I guess essentially like. I don't even know the right words to like say because I'm so upset about what happened at the end. <laughs> Did you just accept that like, oh, Adrian Kagami are going to be together? And she's just like, well, I, I guess I'm not trying anymore. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hmm. But then like, Wait, but, then, but then the movie's coming out and they're talking about it's going to be a real, uh, it's going to be a story. So now I'm like real confused. <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be like a mixture of like the origins and like an original story. I could be wrong though right but like it's like an alternate it's gonna be like an alternate universe thing because you already know the origin so it's like i think it's gonna be a retelling if anything ah okay Eh, gotcha that's why um jeremy zag like on instagram has been posting like a bunch of um a bunch of animations and it looks pretty good it's incredibly fluid they up the ante for like all of these like concepts like drawings that they've been posting too it's amazing yeah i've been seeing them too it looks really great and the lighting looks very beautiful so i'm very excited to see how this film's gonna be do we know do we have a release date i think they were planning this year but with like everything that's happened this year i don't think it's going to you don't think it's gonna happen no. yeah i can it see might it get delayed Am I yeah. Well, we will. We will see. But yeah. Um. To go on, let's um move on to our next bit of news. Um, Japan has its first major anime studio, and guess what? First anime studio. First anime studio owned by black animators. So this. Um. Ooh. So it's um. I think it's, I know yeah, what you're I talking that. about. I think I know yeah. what you're talking about. Isn't it um the art Shitaijo? Yep. Yes. It is the art, the Taijo. It's um, it's owned by two black, black, two black, uh, background artists, Anthel and Darnell Esom. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And they're um, opened the first major anime studio created by a black, black animators. Um, Anthel has worked on, has worked under animation studio Agoru Kobo as a background animator on shows like Bleach, Gintama, Black Butler, Naruto. And, um, he also, his mentor, Hiromasa Oguru, Ogura, um, in Ghost in the Shell. And then, um, Thurlow worked in, in between animations and was a key animator. Um, on certain projects, he worked in Gundam, Pokemon. Um, so yeah, they have some gr- impressive. Yeah. Um, he has. A, they both had impressive anime. Um, impressive resume. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> oh so, wow. 
Yo, the number of they oh. said the number of non-Japanese Japanese in Japan is increasing. Um, these are for anime studios, but not only on production work, but also in anime planning, management as producers, and handling rights and sales and public relations. That's so, so awesome. That is yeah. badass. Especially in this time of like what we were been, what we've been talking about for just about two weeks which has been the protests yeah. and everything. It's really nice to know that in Japan that like the um that these two black men are doing probably the probably can well from what we know the impossible which is working in the anime industry directly in Japan. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I did research I did research about this and I talked with a former uh, a former senior in our animation department working in Japan on anime or really like a lot of anything that kind of goes along with media there it is so hard even if you're a native but non-native if you're non-native and especially if you don't speak the language they will not hire you but the fact that they're working the fact the fact that they've been working on these big names and they're non-natives it's it's amazing so that's like that's like the dream as someone who wants to do animation but also wants to do translation translation work i still need to study my japanese so come uh <laughs> yeah but um according to cbr the studio J- say it again J- jadar diashitaijo <laughs> The Archetaijo has already worked on episodes of Jojo, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Golden Wind, Seven Deadly Ooh. Sins, Kitama, Tokyo Ghoul Re, Overlord, Ooh. and One Piece. And the studio has even directed a few episodes of Merc's Storia, The Empathetic Boy, and The Girl in the Bottle. So they already have an impressive resume already starting up. So really excited to see what they're going to be doing in the future. I'm so excited like if i could have just 10 minutes to talk to the creators of uh, to create the excuse me if i could just talk to the dudes with this studio i would lose my mind i first got introduced to them i had no idea about how extensive their anime resume was i had heard a little bit that they were background artists but i didn't know exactly what they had worked on but i mainly heard about them because i saw they did an animation for um it was like a short trailer animation for a graphic uh i guess it technically has the style of manga but it's it's technically not a story for this uh, graphic novel called Teflon Funk. If y'all have not seen it, please look it up. And it, and especially to the viewers, if y'all want to be able to read this, read it. Oh my God, the story is so good. Like it's kind of like set in this slightly newish era, very grimy New York, and it it does cover some slightly heavier topics. But it's basically like. Imagine you're dealing with um, imagine you're dealing with like the underground drug dealing but you're also going off with the police and it kind of had also some elements of like it made me think of like when drugs and drug de- and recruiting people for drug dealing in low income areas kind of happen it it makes it's in the art style so good I'm sorry I'm just a big fan girl of this I am not being sponsored by them. I wish, but please read this story. It's so good. I love Teflon Funk so much. It's so good. All right. Make sure to send me the link, Vicky. I absolutely will. Yeah. Any more things about the, about, um, should, oh my gosh. 
D- someone say it. D-Art Shataijo. D-Art Shataijo. Does anybody have any more to say about that? Props to them, honestly. True that. Like, we are, like, if, um... Like in um, our animation concentration, if you're if we had a guild, and so they literally every start to the semester slash oh, year, yeah. they would give us a presentation, and to all the new people who think they want to work in the anime, the actual anime Japanese anime industry, and they'll tell them straight up, it's basically impossible because in terms of technique, you have like, Westerners need to have to learn an entirely different way of animating. You know how some um you, like you you learn how to draw with your wrist, they draw with their hands. And then um, it's just a matter of like they're getting um, people working in the anime industry are getting paid extremely low rates, like below five dollars an hour, sometimes even below three dollars an hour for and sometimes they get paid three dollars an hour for per, per drawing. So that means if they want to make it a, um, make it a reasonable amount of wage, like uh, to even live in Japan. Because we we know Japan has a very high expense living, you have to at least be making five hundred drawings a day. Yeah, I even saw a video where um these uh these two girls went to Japan and it was kind of like one girl was doing a ch- was doing a eating challenge where basically she ate foods only from um Seven Eleven for five days. Uh, each day she spent about thirty dollars, but altogether it was all it was honestly almost like close to a hundred and a, I think a little over in total a hundred and fifty dollars, but that's just for five days. That's just on food, right? And and convenience store food at that. Mm-hmm. So it's just like it's unreal, like and like that's what I'm kind of upset about. What there's this like Netflix documentary talking about, called Enter the Anime, and like they complete later. They're most it was mostly just like a big ass advertisement for Netflix's upcoming original animes. They didn't touch not once on like the horrible working conditions. The fact that basically people, their 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 health and and their lives are at stake almost every day because they are literally you. They are literally sit down and all they do is do is work on anime. Like they did not touch one timeline. They're just like, look at this anime. Isn't it cool? It's like they, you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, very exciting. We're very happy for them. We can't wait to see that the work that they do. So yeah. Um, and then the last bit of oh, I guess going back to anime. Um, apparently there is a remake of Shaman King in the works. Um, never watched Shaman King. How are anybody else watch Shaman King? <laughs> uh, no, not that I can recall. Uh, my boyfriend has watched it, and he says it's pretty amazing. <laughs> well, exciting. I didn't grow up. I didn't grow up seeing it. I know it came, up, but I know it was really popular. in, I think when did it come out? I think early two thousand. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, it, it did. I'm looking at it right now, and it did. I've seen it, and I've just seen clips. It honestly looks really funny. So I'm really oh, excited about. Oh. Oh my my bad, Sheila. No, 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 you're good. I'm um it's good. So, but yeah, I'm just um never heard of it, but I'm I just want that was just my bit of um anime news. So, I know I know summer anime season is starting soon, so there's that. Yeah. So, maybe it'll be, so maybe it'll I think the kids coming out 
let me look at the thing again. Uh, coming out 2021. So stay tuned for that one, y'all. Yeah, it's coming out spring season of next year. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. From what it looks like, too, I think like they're getting like, the full Metal Alchemist, like Brotherhood treatment. I mean, where they're like redoing it or rebooting it so they can like fully animate the entire series. I would love to see how that goes. Yeah, that's that's at least what like uh, this website is telling me. (laughs) I'd like to watch the original just to see the differences. Oh yeah, I have to do the same thing too. I did it for Full Metal Alchemist, and let me tell you, sometimes for anime they can get the reboot just right. Oh, we lost Shayla. (laughs) Uh oh. Oh, there I'm, we go. I'm back. It literally um closed out on me. I was like, oh my gosh, how long is this going to take? <laughs> also, for the fans, if y'all ever if y'all ever want to know trade secrets about how we do podcasts, we do it in Discord. Yeah, Discord. Wait, so when when did we um when did I leave? <laughs> uh not too not too long ago, but I'll fix it in editing, so probably What, that, what was I talking about? Oh, uh, I was uh, I can just say what I said over. I've re I've rewatched um the original Full Metal Alchemist after watching uh Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and let me tell you, sometimes anime they can get reboots just right. Now, if we could get that right in America, yeah, bad <laughs> chance of that. Right. I mean, they had Full Metal Alchemist. They had Mob Psycho. Did Bleach get one yet? I feel like I've heard Bleach was getting one. Wait, reboot? Mob Psycho? No, Mob Psycho got a live action version. Oh. Is that what we were talking about? Oh no. Reboot well, reboots, but I've also seen some of the live actions. It that's where I feel like Japan falls flat. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion, but it I don't know if it's like if it's because it's just the writing needs to be better or there needs to be different um, circumstances for it. I have only, I have literally only seen three really good um, Japanese live action movies that were based off of, um, off of anime. And that was literally uh, the first Death Note uh, live action. And Kimi, um, uh, Kimi no Nawa, I think, no, not Kimi no Nawa, excuse me. Uh, Kimi ni Todoke. Uh, reaching out to you. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that live action was was really good, and uh, I have not seen all of it, but I do know that Ore Monogatari got a live action movie for it, and that is literally in my top three favorite anime of all time, and that live action was hilarious. Oh, okay. But yeah, other than that, it, they just it it just falls flat, and I don't know if it's because of just differences of when you're working with um working with manga or different training for CGI. Because in some instances, they can do really well with their CGI for like for the first Death Note, the way they did Ryuk was fantastic. However, if we look at what happened for Attack on Titan, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, gosh, no. Nope. Why was the commercial that had the Titan running behind the freaking car better than the entire movie? Gosh, gosh, I... I, The mystery. Yes, it's something that you just literally sit in, like, 
your nice chair and you're just pondering like why why did it suck so hard <laughs> exactly a darn I, shame exactly and i i I didn't even have to watch for Full Metal Alchemist's live action. Number one, the actor for freaking Edward kept changing because their heights were different in three different parts of the movie. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Literally at one point, and it wasn't like that much time had passed. Literally at one point, he's taller than Winry. And are you you certain this is the two different actors or are they trying to pull like a camera like a camera manipulation and make it like wasn't a, a cam- it wasn't a camera manipulation. it wasn't a camera manipulation. I may not know that much um too much about cinema, but after watching just those big sections, it it was just kind of like at no point was was when Reese down and Edward was still kind of taller than her. That that doesn't make no damn sense. Mm, understandable, but so, yeah, yeah. Oh, I want oh um. Uh, I was gonna se- like before I got cut off. Like I wanted to segue into this, but yeah, um, I wanted to shout out Diana because Diana got um, featured on the class of twenty 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 commencement speech. If you guys watched that, which I hope you did, we're gonna link it. Um, we saw Diana on there. And then, um, and she was um on there featured by oh I don't know if you know these people uh the the the, the, the Obamas. Beyonce, yeah. Lady Gaga, and with performances yeah. by BTS and Meg The Stallion, <laughs> I was I was going to be on there, but then they just didn't use any of my footage, and I felt kind of salty because I sat there for five hours waiting <laughs> to possibly see me, and I didn't see me. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of upset after that. <laughs> I was like. Yeah. Oh, but at least, at least Diana got to be on there. We're so proud of her. Thank you. Yay! It was so much fun too. Like I loved all like the little things, especially the commencement speeches. Oh my gosh, the commencement speeches, speeches. Like you can't say that the Obamas were not at our commencement. Like I can tell you, forty years from now, like everyone's gonna, we're gonna be talking about how like. Class of 2020, we we went through a pandemic, but you can't say Beyonce was in my commencement speech. Speech, uh, speech uh, <laughs> my, was that at my commencement uh, speech? Person, she was there, and you can and you can sit see right here. I got to have a commencement ceremony where Beyonce, the Obamas, and freaking BTS spoke at it. I'm better than everyone. <laughs> I'm better than everybody. That's that's <laughs> uh, okay. C- calm down, Darian. I still, I, even though you haven't graduated yet, I still consider you might as well have graduated with us because, like, just by just sheer knowing us. So it's just like, yeah, you can you can say you were you graduated in 2020. <laughs> Aww, Are you graduating okay. like I'm this upcoming semester too? Yeah, this fall. So just so be like. Yeah, for so the just listeners, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. For the listeners, um, for the listeners, me, Deanna, and Shayla are um, three animation three animation majors, and we graduated just a semester before Darian. But this is this is how it's very funny. Everybody's y'all say I'm the mom of the group, but Darian's older than me. <laughs> yeah, she's older than all of us. But Darian's also an artist like us, but she does printmaking, which is really cool. And I will never get over the fact that I got to see pictures of Darian making an image using a steamroller. Yeah, it's I cool. mean, steamroller. 
<laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Standing out there in the hot sun. So fun, though. Yes. But you know it's worth it to drive the steamroller in. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That's true. You got to drive a steamroller with no certificate. I wish yeah, I could drive a forklift. <laughs> look at me breaking the law. I'm yes. unstoppable. Ah, you are unstoppable. I'm pretty sure that um that when you graduate, we're all gonna come down and we're just gonna sell like have the celebration that we never had. Hopefully, if the world can get it get its shit together. <laughs> Fingers crossed, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, live, I, mean I live. I mean, I live. And like before Thanksgiving, so let's hope so. <laughs> I mean, I That's live in town, mean. so I'm gonna be there regardless. I'm probably just gonna show up at her dorm and knock on the window. She's gonna be like, "How did, how did you get here? I walked. Where were you? Where was the second floor? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about how I got to the second floor. Don't worry about it." That terrify me. Oh yeah, and a quick note: printmaking has nothing to do with computers. I get yeah. this question a lot. It's like, oh, do you are a graphic designer? I'm like, no, I'm a printmaker. I am le- legit. I mean, I am the machine itself. Just thought I point that out because that is a little bit of a pet peeve. Yeah, <laughs> it's the like, machine itself. It's like I literally. am the machine. <laughs> huh? It'd be like Dude. literally if we had our own studio, we would we would all have like our own office space. But then Darian gets like her own little print studio space and she's just like she's just there and we would call it i don't know we would call it really fancy like the the phoenix fire <laughs> i don't know <laughs> just, just put me in the basement that's where i'm most comfortable anyway <laughs> just put her in the basement yeah but Be answer like. you diana yeah we did get that a lot when we went to atlanta for um a film festival a lot of people were asking were asking darian when she said that she was a printmaker they were be- they were either being like so do you work in a so do you work like at a place like fedex or are you in- are you a graphic designer and she's and then she explained what it was and literally showed somebody and they were completely amazed when they yeah. showed the back of my business card and I showed them that the print I made was actually made with using a litho stone, they looked at me like I was a witch. <laughs> and it's just hilarious because we're all animators and then she's just the one the one printmaker. I'm a lone printmaker with aspirations of being a character designer and I just do whatever the heck, heck I want. I'm not sure where I'm going with life help. I can hey, at least help you with wood blocks and carving. Hey, I can I can throw something together. I can throw something together slightly okay in Intaglio, but Intaglio, or I can make a full animation just using After Effects. But do not tell me anything about printmaking when it comes to Litho or um, Doggone. What is it? Uh, wood blocks? Because I'm not gonna get it right. Oh. That's, that's not my expertise. I am a dumb. If it helps, too. If if it helps, lithography is a very much a queen. A printmaking that involves a lot of knowledge on chemicals. It's like taking a chemistry chemistry class just with art. That, mm-hmm. that that's where stuff gets hard. Gotcha. So so I I, I don't blame you. I mean, literally taking that whole um, intaglio, like taking two intaglio classes, was like the extent of my printmaking. And I was like, I was only basically there because, like, one, yeah, uh, um, Itagi was really fun. And also the teacher, the professor there, shout out to Heather Muse. She's really awesome. And so, like, she was, and she just seemed really cool. A really cool teacher. Professor. <laughs> Absolutely. And then y'all will be just fine with Primic. I mean, I know one, two, three. Yeah, you, Mickey, and yeah, all three of y'all helped me with my wood block for the steamrolling thing. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 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 y'all did. 
Yeah, I don't remember. Did I? Yeah, I think I did help you with something. Doesn't mean yeah. I'm gonna, that doesn't mean I'm going to be that helpful when it comes to doggone um, lithography. Don't put me in there. I don't want to mess with those stones. I'm scared of the stones. Yeah, lithography was like a whole other beast. I'm so happy I didn't take a lithography class. Honestly, it wasn't that scary. I was scared of it too. And then like after the semester, like taking it with Matt definitely helped. Like I'd heard so many bad things about him, but he's, he can be a sweetheart too. Hmm, yeah, okay. Matt's, Matt's not a bad dude. It's just that the subject he teaches is just a little bit tricky. Yeah. That, that's all it is. Like, photolitho was probably the easiest. And that's because I just mo- mostly did that on, like, a... Not even on a stone. I just did that on a sheet of photosensitive thing. What was that called? Well, I just filled out a print making. I can't remember what it was called. It's okay, Darian. Once you get back there, it's school and doing your thing. It's all gonna, it's all gonna come back to you. Heather would not be proud. Also, these names that we're throwing that we're throwing out, other than David, which is uh, Shayla's fiance, their names of teach their names of teachers at our school. So we love you. We love you, Heather. Don't get mad at us. Please don't get mad at me. Okay? Love you, Heather. If you're listening, I don't think she's listening. Well, if any of our teachers are listening, hi, Amy. Hi, Wayne. Hi, hi Amy. Hi, Lori. We miss you. We love you. Welcome back to Cure Cure Discusses. Now, I said earlier in our episode that we are going to, our main topic is going to probably take up the rest of the uh, show for the day. And I wasn't lying because I really want to talk about it. So literally, um, we talked about it last week. The PlayStation PS5 reveal live stream got uh, rescheduled for Thursday at 4 p.m., and so me, me, I, so I had the privilege, me, Mickey, and Darian, we streamed it on our, um, streamed it together and watched it so we can look at it together. And so today we're going to talk about the PS5 reveal because we got some words, or at least we have, we have culminated some opinions. All right. So first thing down the line is that, um, we're going through the live stream, probably in order unless something happens. So I first, I really enjoyed the presentation of the live stream. I thought it was really cool. I was watching somebody else watch the live stream, and I just love that <laughs> the interludes of the circle of the sim the, uh, the numbers or no, not numbers, the symbols on the PlayStation, which is the the square, circle, X, and triangle, all throughout mm-hmm. the show and the little presentation is just like. This show is, it just felt like this show is brought to you by uh, symbols. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I d- I'm not going to lie. I did really like the use of the PlayStation um, button symbols. Like it, I don't know why, but it just felt like really nice transitions. But there have been some parts where they just trolled us immensely before they finally revealed what the PS5 looks like. Oh right. God. Oh yeah. They literally waited the very last part of the show to show us 
the place the what the PlayStation actually looks like. And then come to find out we're not getting one but two PlayStation 5s. So one with the CD player in it and then the other one another one with no CD player calling it the digital edition. So yeah. it, So it just it just that cut threw me off a little. What does that even mean? Like, you know, you buy the digital code and then you insert it and then, you know, you have yeah, a I digital think... version of the game. Yeah, like, because, you know, that like, people buying games digitally, like, especially during this, this, um, the pandemic, there, people are fine buying games, um, online. And so maybe that's what prompted PS, uh, PlayStation to just be like, oh, let's just go ahead and make a digital version for people who are completely fine not buying any physical copies of games and just are more comfortable just downloading them off of the PlayStation store. I, get, I mean, I guess, but that would also mean, like, for, for you to be able to get, games um di- games digitally or like the way i was thinking like at first when i saw a digital version it made me think so do we have to have a psn account to be able to work this or well no i don't think would so it just be only digital i would hope not because psn is it can be can be pretty no nice. i don't think so i think just as long as you have the account because like i don't have psn and i bought the last couple of games from the P- playstation store probably gonna buy another one soon and you don't need the playstation network it's just another thing added thing that you could do if you want to get games for free but but you have to pay for it <laughs> yeah and i also had another thought like if the digital versions are specifically for like digital you know games like downloading them just from the playstation store or online then would that mean that the other one the one with the cd little port on it can you not do that or is this just that included with it i think it's included with it I, i'm yeah. so here's what i'm thinking i'm thinking the the playstation 5 with the cd player is is probably gonna be a bit more than the digital one for the sole fact that it does have the option that you can have physical games on it and so, and so it's going to be like the, the one with the CD player. So it's going to be like the, the PlayStations that have, that have been before it. You can make, you can have physical games, but also if you want to buy your games digitally, you have that option. Digital edition, I believe, will just have the sole option of buying games digitally through the PlayStation store. And you can't, yeah. and you can't have any uh physical copies of games so if you if you let's and if you so if you have the playstation 4 games if they have backwards compatibility you can't do that with the digital edition which kind of limits you know the value of the digital edition which is why i'm thinking it's going to be cheaper than the regular playstation yeah that's what tripped me up because the one thing that they uh sort of an was what what is what is the word I'm looking for? The one that cut the thing that they showed up the most is about the was the idea of backwards compatibility with their games, and I was just wondering if that actually made sense. I guess it would make a lot more sense if you have digital copies on your already on your PS4 system and it's already in your account. It would transfer the digital copies would be transferred over to the new PS5. Uh, I, I assume that's, that's that's only if they have backwards compatibility. That's like the main thing that like both both um you know console people um Xbox and PlayStation they just that's what they're hoping for. Like will one or the other have yeah. backwards compatibility and that will depend on the value of the con- of the new next gen console cuz 
uh, Xbox, I think Xbox, like, they didn't have backwards backwards compatibility until, like, maybe three years out with the one. And then I don't think, and then obviously PlayStation never attempted backwards compatibility. So they're really hoping, people are really hoping that backwards compatibility will be offered on these new next-gen, because it it just increases the value of the console even more. Like, you won't have to buy any, and potentially you won't have to buy another um, console anymore. Possibly, unless until the next generation. I'm hoping it turns out like that at least. Yeah, right. I don't know. It I'm just, begging. It's a lot I'm pleading. Okay, what? I said I'm begging. I'm pleading, PS. I'm begging them to have backwards compatibility, or else all these like games that we have for the PS4 in my house are just gonna go like you know, to waste. Right, and, we're, and you won't be able to get 4K or whatever they're offering. I think it's 4K. Um, but yeah. Oh, and we also they also showed off the controller. I mean, I think the only thing I think once again going back to this um this YouTuber I was watching when he was streaming it, he was just like, yeah, it's just the same DualShock controller. It think I think it just offers this new thing called 3D audio, and then yeah, and stuff like that. That's the only thing they're offering. It's just an updated DualShock controller looks chicer but it's it's the same thing as, as the what the PlayStation uh DualShock 4 has uh so apparently and I did not realize this as well so apparently Xbox also had a thing I know how everybody else feels in here but I got to ask which one y'all get in the mini fridge or the Wi-Fi router I hate I hate you <laughs> Tell we me told I'm wrong. you. You told you. We told you, Mickey. We we're I'm we're a PlayStation <laughs> household at this point. This place slash Nintendo. When we feel when we feel like we need to um, mention Nintendo, uh, I mean, ever. I guess I guess this is a good segue for the design. So they finally showed a design of the PlayStation Five, and like Mickey and Darian knows, but like when I saw it, I was first I was like whoa, and then I was like oh, it I. I thought it looked really chic it looks like a really chic design choice like of course mm-hmm. we're gonna get mean to shit but like i'm like personally i really like the de- i really like the design so far uh, one thing love the white like i just felt like i'm i told mickey and darian this i just felt like the uh, the last three not three four playstations just seemed like really like they look, the black just looked really mature and like it just made me feel like you had to be this tall to like play this play this console and i feel like the white is way more inviting and also adds that sleek factor of like ooh, it's so nice it's almost like an art piece you know what i mean and <laughs> like and stuff like that but i know people have other ideas so go ahead <laughs> sorry I'm, i i honestly think that um xbox xbox and freaking ps ps4 playstation switched colors yeah, that's true, and that's that's, that was, yeah, yeah, it does seem like that, thing. huh? It really does. That was, my, that was my first thing because I think at one point there wasn't there a design for Xbox that did look kind of similar to the PS Five, like not exactly, but it looked very sleek. Like, d- despite how the handling and all that and everything else that is low key, the pro well, low key the prawns and the codes and very the eh, I cannot talk. Regardless of the pros and very, 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 very cons of it, it just literally made me think: Did they decide to switch over? Like, what? What happened? I don't know. I feel like, well, you know, PlayStation 
they also PlayStation Four also came out in white as well, like as yeah. a as a like new color. And then I think they also came with a gold one too eventually. So maybe they were just like, oh, you know, white is a very modern sleek color we'll go with modern also it still has those touches of the blue from the playstation 4 and um and black in the center so it's not like we're losing black we're not losing the playstation black it's still it's still incorporated into design it's just like they just changed it up a little bit yeah i mean it's growing on me I will say that much. It is kind of growing on me the longer I look at it, even though it kind of looks like Soto Kaiba's collar. Oh my but... god. <laughs> but <laughs> I will say that I um, was talking to a friend earlier about this and I'm wondering how will it work exactly? Like as far as placement, I guess. I mean, we've, we obviously see it vertical like standing but i'm wondering if it's possible to actually put set it horizontal i'm not quite sure oh like, yeah depending on the like, entertainment centers and stuff like that like what if you don't have like shelves like that oh i think like, i, I think we do i think we did see a picture during the reveal where they did have it horizontal like for a hot second hold on i'm gonna find it Ooh, it must have been a real hot second because i can't remember Ooh. yeah they they there's a picture out there with it horizontal i'm, I'm gonna send it Okay, so actually, it looks like horizontal, and I mean, it, it just looks like another box. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, like I said, it, it's it's growing on me, but I cannot help but look at it and think that's a PS2 show between two file folders. Oh my gosh! Oh my lord! <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> I feel like it would be kind of dangerous to leave it so on its side because of like look look at the look at the um the white exterior like it I feel like that would break. I I feel like it would crack or something. I don't know. I, don't, I feel like it would have like made it strong. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I would, yeah. I would, I would, <laughs> we're gonna make it as fl- literally in the production room we're gonna make it as fragile as possible <laughs> no one it only takes five seconds to break it i like that very uh, good let's oh go oh my ahead. god yeah mercy <laughs> taking Either a page way. straight out of iphone oh my gosh yes <laughs> no either way i i i it's growing on me. I will say that much. It is growing on me. I and also remember, this is just the launch design. Like I, the PlayStation Four also went through a change where like it changed up too. So they could it could change. We don't know. That is true. So yeah, what else did um? Oh um, the interface. They did show like a small clip of like the starting interface. Like you know I how love begin- it. Beautiful. I, when I saw that, I was like, "How am I gonna f- afford this? P- afford this PlayStation Five? I was like, "That is Delicate so name. beautiful." Sorry about that interruption, but yes. Oh my god, the oh the interface looks so beautiful. Yes, I'm like, oh my gosh, here's my money, Sony. Just just give me the PlayStation Five, please. <laughs> here's my money and my firstborn. Take it. Take it. <laughs> Your firstborn. Whoa. I mean, honestly. I mean, technically, my firstborn is a dog, so I can't give her up, or else, or else, Kenji's gonna get mad at me. I guess I can use one of David's siblings. I don't know. 
like go you i have to have this this device immediately just be free be free <laughs> oh god oh jesus but yes okay so we the we the design but now the games they released a couple of games we're just gonna go in order because i do have some words from my reaction um so the first game that they that they um announced was literally gta 5 and then i was like boo what the (laughs) why are you why are you telling us for the umpteenth time (laughs) that you're gonna remaster grand theft auto 5 give Grand Theft Auto 6, you you cowards. What the heck? <laughs> but it comes with a bunch of perks, though. Like, um, say that again? It comes with, like, a bunch of perks, though. I mean, I mean, yeah, I know it's the standard for open-world gameplay, but come on. First, th- third, first thing out the gate, Grand, a, a literally a five... I forgot how old this game is, but a literally a six-year-old game? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, it's not too bad of a step, considering GTA is one of those big names that people tend to know, and it's actually relatively popular, I guess. I mean, it's not my cup of tea, but for PlayStation, it might be a decent first step for them. Yeah, I was just like, no, like, this is, this. we're already at a bad start. Well, what the heck, <laughs> PlayStation? Come on, give me some new games. Give me, give me reasonable graphics, even though I know it's going to be 1080. You know, give me something to work with here. And so then the next game was literally Spider-Man, um, Spider-Man Miles Morales. A lot of people are really, up, Ooh, a lot yes. of people are really upset about the, about Miles Morales, because a lot of people were thinking like it was going to be its own separate game. But apparently I've heard that it's going to be like, not a DLC, but it's basically going to be like an expansion of it. Uh-uh-uh. And then, no, no, that's not true now. Because then, that's then. That's not they, true? What the heck? They still yeah, they switch it up. They had to switch it up. So basically, it's a they calling it a standalone game, similar to Uncharted Lost Legacy. Oh, it's not a full. That's gonna be interesting. It's not a full sequel, but it's just it's its own game. Why didn't they say that before? What the heck? They were like. Yeah, they dropped the ball. They were like, they somebody got confused and like was like, and somebody in PR got confused. confused. <laughs> yeah, it was somebody like needs, somebody needs to be fired. Wait a minute, we got excited <laughs> for nothing. Right, but yeah, that's really exciting about um Miles Morales because like, of course, Miles Morales has gone in popular, gone up in popularity oh, yeah. since it was first came out. I mean, and with Spider Man into the Spider Verse being popular i think this is a really good power move for insomniac to go ahead and just make a game about spider-man um spider-man miles morales version absolutely absolutely but yeah and then then okay so the next game i believe that was announced was gran turismo i don't really care about gran turismo it's just one of them <laughs> racing games that like it like it's one of those games racing games that are known for like whenever it comes out it just gets prettier and prettier and pushes graphics to the limits so I'm pretty sure it's only there to show like what the PS5 can do. <laughs> I don't want to see another racing game come out until I get Crazy Taxi again. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh Lord, honestly, that just Gran Turismo is just one of those games that my brothers would be into. I, I tuned out completely. Yeah. <laughs> my the only racing, like I said, the only racing game that I've that I've been honestly interested in was literally Crazy Taxi and the one ver- and the one time the Simpsons did a Crazy Taxi version that's it other than that there- I mm, 
Let me not. Let me not offend people. <laughs> no, I, I'm trying to, like, I don't really know anybody who are, like, you know, straight Gran Turismo fans. So I'm just like, I'm just like, yeah, when I saw Gran Turismo, I was like, cool, the particular racing game. Moving on. Um, <laughs> that's kind of how it that's kind of how i was thinking and how i kind of feel when it came for um when the 2k when the 2k21 came out look at people have their people have their um their likes i still don't understand why we're still having more of these out but you know what if it's making money it's making money but the graphics for 2k do look amazing especially for the facial rigs i will say that Mm -hmm. yeah the sweat looks like i'm pretty sure it was just here to show off the sweat because there when at that ending like scene of like just (laughs) the sweat rolling down his body i'm like god damn Is, is this what you're trying to tell me playstation look at the sweat physics Sweat has physics. I know that basketball player. I may not know a lot of them, but I know him, and he fine, and he good. Okay. Well, <laughs> there's a reason why they had him sweaty. Don't tell me wrong. Okay. Oh my god. Okay, but then then they announced Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which is another Insomniac game. So I'm sitting here like, so, so about Insomniac been working their asses off. They're just like been trying to mm-hmm. release game after game, and so um, the graphics look great. I think um, mm-hmm. the what they wanted to show from this game is that they are trying to use the SSD um uh hardware to its limits by not having any loading time going from one transition to another um seamlessly without any like buffering or anything especially with the rip the rifting and the interdimensional travel that they're that they're doing in this game so that looks really exciting and of course like if anyone's ever played the ratchet and crank the new oh, the yes. reboot of the ratchet and crank that game. game that you know that that game is like that yeah, it's like a masterclass in like you know three D anima- character animation. Like the character animations look fantastic. The the environments, it just feels like you're playing like a Pixar or a DreamWorks movie. It's just really, really you know bouncy and, and fluid the reboot, at the same right? time for a three D yeah. game. Yes, uh, y'all gonna hate me for this. Uh, I didn't yep. really like that game too much. <gasps> Hot take. Hey, for me. Hey, 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 I'm just saying that I played the original Ratchet and Clank when I was younger, at least the first games, and those oh, were entertaining well, in and of itself, so when I came to play the reboot, yeah, the graphics were absolutely gorgeous, I loved it, it felt like a movie for all of, all that it had, but it just felt like it didn't have, <sighs> how do I put it, it didn't really have the same comedy that it used to, it kind of felt like they kind of dumbed it down. Yeah, I think like, it went from like, it went from like, uh, there's like some jokes in the original that were kind of like slight innuendos and this mm-hmm. was a little bit more engaging but this one just felt like okay I could just give this to like my 10 year old brother and he would probably get a kick out of it more than I would. Yeah I think that's been the general consensus on the new Ratchet and Clank reboots. It's definitely aimed more towards children especially since they had that that movie tie-in for their for the reboot game. Oh yeah right. absolutely yeah. I mean, it's not a bad game. I, I enjoyed it. It's like plays just like the original. Yeah, it plays just like the older ones, but and the graphics are still fantastic, but not my favorite. Right, understandable. Um, and then Square Enix and Luminous Productions are creating a game called at right at the time of this recording. It's called Project Anthea, and will feature wolf werewolf life creatures and flying sec- sections, and it'll be exclusively coming to the PS5. Um, thoughts on that one? 
Okay, Square, let's see what you're doing. <laughs> I better not see no werewolves like at a twilight. That's all Where? I'm saying. I better not see oh, I wanna Lord. see I wanna see proper I wanna see properly done werewolves. That's what so I want. Bloodborne. <laughs> so bloodborne. Basically. Basically. <laughs> the graphics look great. Like the character that we're following looks really oh, yeah. it looks really yeah. great. And like I just want, I'm just I'm just ready to see the graphics. Like, is there gonna be like a significant difference from PS4 to PS5? Just like with PS3 and PS4. I mean, at this point, we all know what the difference is like. Honestly, I think PS3 had more like muddier graphics and stuff like that. While the PS4 was, you know, it, it was it's 1080. It looks really it just, you know, looks everything looked more fluid and stuff like that. So are we going to, I'm hoping to see that whatever the PS5's graphics brings to the table in terms of 4K and everything. So, yeah, just give, just give me pretty graphics, I guess. <laughs> pretty, pretty gla- graphics. <laughs> graphics, I can't talk. You're going to say graphics. I said graphics. Everybody has, everybody has peanut butter mouth today. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. That's literally the part of the cop. The podcast. <laughs> 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 point proven oh my gosh all right moving on um they they um announced a game called stray from anapura interactive where it's the robot focused game where humans have died off and cats however seem to be in abundance and the robots appear to be replacing humanity in their odd roles it's got a neo infused aesthetic an adorable kitties wearing backpacks how are we feeling folks <laughs> It's so cute. You know? Looks cute. Yeah, I, I can I get li- with it. I like that. Oh, look, there's cats, but also humans died off and robots have taken over. Humanity is gone. <laughs> <laughs> so look at the pretty cats. Just focus on that. Look at the pretty cats. Look at the pretty cats. Humanity is dying, but look at the pretty cats. <laughs> there's literally, there's literally an episode in Walking Dead where Carol has to tell one of these, um, one of these two sister girls after she kills her sister and tries to bring her back as a zombie because this child has issues. She was just like, "Look at the flowers! Look at the flowers!" Boom, shoots her. Keep looking at the flowers. Oh my gosh, Jesus Christ! But yes, I I'm excited for that game. Like I like neo, um, futuristic stuff, and like I also like robots. So I'm excited for that game as well. And of course, kitties aren't bad either. I, I am more of a dog person. I think I give off more dog energy. So they're still excited about cats. <laughs> so and then the next game that they released is Returnal, which they're trying. Apparently, this is going to be a new franchise from Sony um, during the event. It's developed by a formerly arcade focused house marquee. And it features a crash landing on an alien planet where the protagonist keeps reliving the same events, including her death, over and over again. Oh, I just want to yeah. point out that this is, this is not what there's not one but two games. Time loops. Literally, there's another game called Death Loop that's being created by um, Arcane Studios, the creator of uh, Dishonored. So I'm like, huh, time seem to be in full swing this this game this gaming season. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, TB also finds it quite interesting. Yes, yes, she does. Good input. <laughs> Good input. I like, I like your, I like your hustle. Okay. Um. Uh, then we have. 
Then we have Sackboy, A Big Adventure, which is, I'm assuming, a spinoff from the Little Big Planet series. So it's they're doing 3D platforming this time. I never played Little Big Planet, but what was that about? It was... It's so cute. I love it. It's so cute. It's a very cute game story. It was like, at first it was like a side-scroller platformer type of deal. Oh, based okay. on like I think it was based on one of the creator's daughters. Like he was like telling a story of some kind of. The, I, I honestly, it's a really cute story, is what I'm trying to say. So seeing it go from side scroller to 3D platformer was really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was fun. It'll be fun to see that one. Um, we have another racing game, but it's just like a demolition racing game called Destruction All Stars, which includes oh. like dirty demo- demolition and characters um, with particle effects and physics. And uh, somebody said it looks like Fortnite with destructive cars. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a twist. Man, model. Oh I'm my god, that. that's hilarious! Do you think this will be the spiritual successor to? Twisted Metal, you think, Diana? Mm, potentially. I mean, it looks interesting, but I don't know if it'll, like, you know, survive with, like, this intense gaming market that we're seeing right now. Mm, that's fair. You guys, what else are you thinking? Your us says so much. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I don't really know. I mean, it from the looks of it, yeah, it, it, yeah, it kind of looks like Fortnite mixed with just like one of those little old demolition types of games, and that's not a bad thing in and of itself. It just depends if it'll hold up, considering what De- like what Deanna said, like with the whole gaming market with how competitive it is right now. Mm-hmm. It's like, I guess I just have to see how it performs and see where it goes. Because if it yeah, just turns out yeah. to be just you crushing cars, then I can probably just do that at a demo at a demolition site and be happy. <laughs> Fair. I've done that before. I could go watch cars get crushed at the junkyard if this game is <laughs> more interesting. Look, I'm sorry. That's just maybe that's just me being shady, but if I feel like if you're gonna really have that aesthetic, you need to just just go for it. You know, like it may not be my cup of tea, but I can at least say that I can appreciate, you know, the build behind it, the the build behind it, the graphics, the um the graphics, the uh the UI, all that other stuff. I can at least say I can at least say that it's a good it may not be my cup of tea, but it was a really great attempt. Like, I buy it just to see how it goes. I do miss playing, like, little car games, like racing games and things like that. I don't think I played a racing game in about... Wow, I can't remember. That's how long it's been. So, oh, my gosh. Just to see how it performs. I think the last car game I've ever played was, like, Crash Tag Team Racing or something like that. But I love that I, I love it too. Oh my god! Wait, no, no, no! It was Jack X. Jack X. That was the last one. Oh, okay. Uh, but I digress. I play it just to see how it performs. If it's good, I'd say, oh yeah, not that bad. If not, then it just feels like it won't be bad. It'll just be boring. We'll mm-hmm. see. 
That's true. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, on the other extra, there's um, they're doing there is a uh, game developed by M- Ember Ember Lab called Kenna's Bridge of Spirits. And I think when I was taught, we were talking um during the show. I think I was saying like this is something I think Mickey would make. Hey, hey, wait, <laughs> that's not that's Whoa. not a bad thing. It, it kind of does. Maybe Mickey. I would make. You know, something cute with like little, you know, like there's a main character and then like cute little like things and like you, it's like Pixar like visuals and magical abilities and mo- dangerous monsters. It's like, you know, that something I, yeah, I don't know. It's just a comic. Like, so like cute, but it has a very dark undertone. Yes, basically. I'm okay with that. Yay. <laughs> yeah, kind of like putting Ori in Dark Souls. Basically. Oh god, that's a horrifying thought. <laughs> oh, I just got an idea. Oh no. What is it? <laughs> no, no, no. I just thought like, ooh, I can draw something like that. Ooh. <laughs> Probably could. I, I kind of want to design something like that. Ooh, I got something to do now. Yay! <laughs> Um, and then on the on then on the spectrum of just like I think if if we just had like if Kira Kira can just make a video game then this would totally be it. Goodbye Volcano High, which is a hand drawn in a hand drawn art style, which is literally it's just uh, dinosaur furries at a high school. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. They're called sca- oh, excuse God. you, they're called scalies. Excuse <laughs> us, my bad. <laughs> I. I- all jokes aside, I really do think that it's going to be interesting. Although, like, I get very, I get a mix of like monster prom with just like yeah every other trope that that's kind of mixed in with it. Like, there, uh, what was the name of this? There was the name of this one video game. I think I had heard about it from Shayla. Uh, Dex, the YouTuber Dex Bonus was playing it. It was basically like this. Um, RPG turnstile based game where it had this one girl who was going around wearing a mask and she visits the monster world. It gave me vibes of that mixed with Monster Prom. I do not remember what the name of the game is, but basically it's humans meeting with the monsters in a different world and like this girl, like she has to wear a mask while she's in the monster world and she has to get back to the human world before um, she has to get back to the human world before the day of when that bridge to the two worlds is open or she'll never be able to go back again i don't remember what it's called but i have to look it up because it has one of my favorite character designs of all time in there. gotcha okay um but yeah i beautiful game hand drawn and hand drawn art is always my thing and mm-hmm. i'm happy that it got got it out in a, a something as big as the playstation reveal so very yeah. very exciting um i think it's from their studio that made it's called co-op co-op um productions or studios so i'm excited to see what they're doing in the future and then we have odd world soul storm this has been in development for years and now it's finally being released on playstation 5 um so happy that they're getting an odd world fans are getting an odd world sequel out for next gen but i know um then we have um ghostwire tokyo yes oh i cannot that look creepy. I cannot so cool. wait. I cannot wait. My my love for Japanese yokai is just shivering right now because I cannot <laughs> wait. 
it looks beautiful. Like I'm so excited. This game looks beautiful. It, it yeah. shocked me. It shocked me that it's going to be first person. Like we thought we we're going to be able to see the character, but no, we're getting it in first person. So it's going to be way more immersive, probably way more scarier. And I'm just like, it's you're really going to have the yokai in your face a lot more. It looks so yeah. awesome, but I swear to God, if I see a woman coming at me with a mouth on the back of her head, I'm running. <laughs> That's fair. I, I would be running if I see the um. I would be running if I see the Kuchisaki Ona. Just saying, I'm not getting crap. I'm not getting trapped by that girl. No. 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 <laughs> but yes, then we have Jet the Far Shore. That's the one about the rocket into space and trying to hold the future of humanity and stuff like that. Uh, seems very interesting. Seems very pretty. Um, we have God Godfall. Um, I think that's an MMRPG and has like science fiction, supernatural elements that's coming out holiday season. Um, then we have Solar Ash from the creators of Hyper Light Drift. Um, the about a hostile world being seems to reject the protagonist, and there's a mention of a void before the demonstration the transition to the gameplay that's arriving next year. Um, Hitman 3, um, didn't know they were going to release another Hitman, so that's exciting. Um, Astro's Playroom, um, created by Japan Studio, which I think is based off of the PlayStation 4 little mini characters that they were trying to make a thing. Um, I don't know if y'all remember that. Oh, yeah, I do. Honestly, they look so freaking cute. And then apparently somebody noticed that in the backgrounds, they actually have like the old place that you'd be able to travel to the old PlayStation interfaces. So like the PlayStation 2 Ooh. background and like the and other iconic PlayStation places. I'm that so would mad. be so cool. I'm so mad because I just remembered the name of that game that I was talking about earlier. It's called The World Next Door. Oh, I, I don't I'm so mad. Don't be mad, Nikki. It's okay. Be glad <laughs> at the trash bags. Yeah, at the bag at the trash bags. Be a trash bag, throw, Nikki. I will throw. Be not a trash. Bag. Don't think I won't. Be not a trash bag, but we love you. Mm. Mm. But <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> y'all keep saying I act like a mom, so let me act like a mom. Oh my god. <laughs> Calm down. It's okay. Calm down. <laughs> um, then they announced Little Devil Inside, which is that game where it looks like the creep people are either what do we say the people look like? <laughs> uh, I don't remember. I think we said a little derp or something. It looked like derpy. Oh, that one. Oh uh, yeah. Oh god. They look the derp derpy. Derps. And then, but the environment looks kind of photorealistic. Realistic. Yeah, the, yeah oh, it's, it's really creepy how how photorealistic the the environments look. Like it, it looks absolutely gorgeous, but the character looks very uh, very derp, very derp. <laughs> I love the derp, but not a yeah. It it's like they look derpy, but it's not in a way where it like doesn't fit. If that makes sense, like yeah, it works with yeah the environment a lot. Yeah, like in um, what was it? Uh, like in Tangle Tower, the characters were three D. Um, the characters were um hand drawn. Like you can tell that it's frame by frame animation for their uh, frame by frame 
animation for all the characters, but the backgrounds and environments for the um for that game they're very they're very stylized and there's like no black line work like how there is for the characters like i don't know it works it just works yeah. i like i like games that can mix styles like that it works that's true um but then then we have bug snacks which is literally the game where you eat no. the food and no. you come the food. <laughs> oh god and from the creators of octodad yeah, yeah that's what got me hooked <laughs> i i kind of want to play it just because i i love octodad i hated playing it but i love octodad however they took the phrase you are what you eat too damn far <laughs> Oh god! Yeah, at the end of that trailer, though. Yeah, it, it feels like there's gonna be something more sinister going on. Yeah, I'm just it. Mm. Like, don't ruin the strawberry buggies for me. I love those oh, things now. They are my so children. Cute. So cute and cuddly. You're hearing Chibi in the background. She's not happy about this either. She was. She could hear me talking about it when we were live streaming it, and as soon as I said, uh, as soon as I was like, "Oh, oh God, why are they? Why is it turning into food?" She just looked around like, "What? What? Like get food eating? What? I heard food." Yeah. And not even that. She she heard turning into food, and I think she was just kind of like, "What the heck?" Sidebar: I think dogs really do understand the human language, but they just don't know how to articulate that they mm-hmm. understand. But there have been times where Chibi has was watching me play video games like she like she's just watched me played Slime Rancher before and it's and she just looks so insane. But then she gets freaked out whenever she sees the cat slimes, the tabby slimes. That's funny. Yeah, but so I'm not surprised that she's also not happy about these characters that literally turn into food people and then apparently go crazy. I mm, that's not really a spoiler. That's just literally what that's literally what happened in the trailer. Like one of the dudes got attacked by something. Yeah, I don't know what it was. We will. I guess we will see when the game comes out. Holiday season. But yes, <laughs> then we get the um, the rumors are true. Demon Souls is getting a remake, which I heard from people. That's just that's that people are over the moon about that. Um. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, my friend was freaking out when he saw that. He said he's been waiting for years for a remake. Yeah, I don't even know when it came. When when did Demon Souls come out. Uh, oh crap! What didn't it come out? Like late two thousands. Let me see. Oh man, I can't remember. But apparently, according to him, that dead body flying through the air through the mountains is like a signature thing for Demon Souls. That's how he recognized it. <laughs> nice. Oh, it came out in two thousand nine. So it's Whoa, like I thought so. I thought so. I was so, like, it could have come out early 2000s, but I was like, no, wait, that's not it. That's not right. So, 11 years? All right, time for a remake. <laughs> Absolutely. I say it deserves it, and it looks gorgeous. Right. In a creepy sort of way. Yes. Yeah. It's not as creepy from what I've seen in, like, the screenshot comparisons. Hmm. But is it hard is the question. Huh? Oh, that's true, too. Oh, Yeah. Huh. But yeah, and then we get to the first game that that D- Darian predicted, which is Resident Evil Village. Hey, yeah. you cannot yeah. have a new game console coming out without Resident Evil. And I swear to God, that was a freaking teaser. I thought that was gonna, not going to be Resident Evil when I first looked at it. 
Yeah, me and my brother didn't think so either. As soon as I saw the reveal, I'm like, oh, god dang it. It looks so much like Resident Evil that I saw, like, the fade. I'm like, I freaking knew it. They They were like, what is it? And then they're like, oh, and then they saw saw Chris Redfield. I was like, oh, my gosh, Chris, back. Are you going to be punching boulders? (laughs) Be punching boulders, man. Yes. (laughs) So exciting. I'm excited. And I think this, I'm hearing that this game will be going more towards like its Resident Evil 4 roots with the village and everything and the creepy people and the cults and stuff. So this could be like going back to the almost like the Resident Evil 4 basics with this game. Yeah, I honestly thought that was going to be like a Resident Resident Evil 4 remake. But until I saw like the new logo, I'm like, oh, wow, that actually looks a lot like Resident Evil 4. Which is interesting because they're also remaking Resident Evil 4. So it's like, this could be a little weird for everybody. <laughs> Might be a touch of whiplash here on there. I'm not mm. a big fan of zombie games, but I, for some odd reason, enjoy Resident Evil. And I don't understand why. Oh. I think it's because it's one of those games that's like, I mean, with the movies, it's it's kind of like, I can't. I guess I can't really say it's like a cult classic, but it's just one of those things where like... You may enjoy them more than the other. Like me personally, I like the move. I like the movies more than the, more than the video games. But that's also because they're a completely different thing. However, people like the Walking Dead, um, the Walking Dead video games more than the um, more than the show. So yeah, right. Yeah, could I mean, be. Could be. Yeah, it's just. I mean, you can't go wrong with Resident Evil. Like their their reboot with Resident Evil Seven was such a hit that people that people were fine that fine with the fact that they're coming back to their actual horror roots instead of action um and so i'm really excited to see how this is gonna go i um go down for this new resident evil up in the lineup yeah i'm Um, excited to see it i mean i don't play resident evil as much but for this one i might just get into playing it we will see how it goes Oh, and they're also they're including werewolves, so I'm like, we, yeah. yes. <laughs> oh dear, it's Bloodborne all over again. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, like, through the lore of Resident Evil, was there ever an indication that werewolves were going to become a thing? Obviously, zombies, but they have their own zombies. But now we're doing werewolves, and now, that- oh, please don't let it be another virus. <laughs> <laughs> That could there be good. I got another virus for one day. Yeah, another virus. And then um, just the you know, Umbrella Core could be back at it again as usual. <laughs> Load. But yeah. Um. Then Pragmata, which is at first I I legit thought Pragmata was a Kojima game because I'm sitting here like I don't know what's going on. I'm confused. Um. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I mean, it looked but, weird, but yeah. not carrying a fetus across a world delivering packages kind of weird. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the fact that they get like lifted to the moon and then you have a child, like a possible android yeah. child, and they're like, she asks, what's that? And it's like the earth. And then you have the cat where you can see through the cat and it's like, what's happening? This this feels so ab- abstract. Is this Kojima? <laughs> Is this Kojima? No. And then we have, huh? Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Honestly, it just made me think of, um, what the heck was it? A Violet? I don't know if anybody has seen that movie. Mm-mm. What is that about? No. No. Or at least I, I think it's called Violet. Uh, it's, it's basically about this movie of this, um, 
it's basically a movie about this woman who has like kind of like uh the special the special blood thing it's like ah i'm trying to I'm trying to see if i can word it right uh, it's not violet yeah it is violet it's basically about um this one uh girl who basically takes on this kid like for like she just starts babysitting him and is trying to test if he has this sort of virus thing that can make people go fucking crazy it's, it's like resident evil but not necessarily zombies oh okay gotcha but yeah okay and then last but not certainly not least my prediction they they announce horizons horizon forbidden west yeah oh my god oh my god i got the movie wrong it was ultraviolet oh my god i'm done also i'm sorry i'm sorry i got part of it right i'm not good with names but you know what we we continue continue but yes it's ultraviolet that's that's what i was thinking like why are there so many games oh that explains that i was so confused mickey because i was thinking it was ultraviolet yeah it it is ultraviolet i'm so sorry to interrupt but i i just i just looked that up and i was just sitting here like i'm a dumbass no you're fine (laughs) yes i'm so excited about horizon forbidden west one we learned that horizon zero dawn is not its full true name and we're not getting horizon zero dawn two we're getting it's just horizon so now we know to just call the franchise horizon and so and it looks so beautiful like we're getting underwater worlds we're gonna see a post-apocalyptic san francisco and just like in the desert and everything it's gonna be amazing Wait, it looks so cool. And and Aloy is back, baby. Yeah. It looks awesome, man. But yes, so we watched the whole thing. We talked about the design. So tell me, if you have the money, like right now, and it was coming out right now, would you buy would y'all buy it? Yes. Why? Because I have um, money and I can go ahead and buy it. No, <laughs> you, know, you asked. You asked. The more, more, more substantial than just I have the money. Because <laughs> you can. Okay, oh, I don't well, know. If we know what how much how much this will be, I'm assuming it's going to be around under five hundred. Like you can be. Oh, I don't know. Uh, save the money or like go uh, buy a nice fancy meal or I don't know. Buy another thing. I don't know. <laughs> I buy it just so I can, you know, play the new games and all the other fun stuff, but just to see what it's like. It's supposed to be faster and everything like that. I'm just so, so curious to see what they've done. I mean, if I had the money to buy it, uh, my philosophy is if you don't have money to buy it twice, then you don't need to buy it. But if I buy it, then that also means I can test out that earlier theory of being like, hmm, will these plasticky bits that are hanging off of this Xbox, uh, um, of this PlayStation Two between uh, between two folders, will they break? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! And I then see. I'll still have enough money to buy another one if it's worth it. <laughs> Thank you, Mickey. Uh, you're you're not so no bounds. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all summer. <laughs> Diana, what about you? Well, I haven't played like the first set of like Horizon, so I probably wouldn't. 
No, but have, but would but would you buy the PS5? Oh, the PS5. Oh. Yes. Oh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. asking a really hard question. Yeah, because I just got like a switch. Cause you got a switch? <laughs> miraculously, I found one through the help of like my cousin. He had the alerts on for like when switches would come in stock, and he was able to get one like super duper fast. And so uh, we just spilled money for that. So I, I don't know. Did you get um Animal Crossing? I still need to get that. I'm gonna get if I get a switch, I'm getting Animal Crossing. And I'm gonna get Pokemon, and I'm gonna get uh, what's another popular Switch game? Uh, Breath of the oh, Wild. Split- oh, uh, I'm not a Zelda fan though. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Splatoon. I think Splatoon. Yes, pretty good. That's what you I'm should- about too. I would also um suggest Murder Mystery, or what is it called? Uh, uh. Oh my God, it's not Murder Mystery. It's a uh, Murder by Numbers. Oh yeah. Oh excuse me. Ooh, yeah yeah yeah. Oh, yeah, and also I would get more Just Dance games, obviously. <laughs> you Shayla just... the Dancing Queen. Yes. I am. Very true. So, yeah, I think that, that's all I want to talk about today. Uh, anybody else want to talk about anything else? Uh, oh, yeah, the Kingdom Hearts thing. <gasps> oh, do what? tell about that. Right. Do tell. Uh, it'll be like really quick. Last final note. Uh, I already talked about the Kingdom Hearts Dark Road iOS game coming out. Not this spring. They delayed it. But while they delayed that, they introduced four more characters. Oh. What? Yeah, four more characters apparently that are students along with uh, Master, not Master, <laughs> Ericus and Xehanort. I am terrible. And they're... They're names, man. I hate Kingdom Hearts and their names. You couldn't just stuck with Japanese crap, but no. <laughs> uh, ah, you can hear my echo from across the room. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> Jesus. But basically, their name... There's like, what, what? Two girls, two boys named... What was her name? What was it? Hermod? Vox, Bragi, which those three are like from Norse mythology, from what I recall. And the last one is Erd. Erd? 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 Stood in a turd? I don't know. U R D. Erd. I was gonna say like bird. I'm, I'm like, do do I have to do the song? Bird. Lerd. Stood on a turd. I don't know. That's cool. That is all the information we have, but is theorized that there could possibly be a divide between those characters, whether they're going to go along with Xehanort's quest for power or join with Ericus and trying to stop them. But that's just a little tidbit of information I'd like to share. It's all over Twitter, and I can't get over those names. I'm going to have to... Uh, dang it, Namora. I'm gonna say keep saying Erd rhymes with bird. Which rhymes with herd? <laughs> Probably smells like turd. It's so I don't know hard to do the song, and I hate it's it. It's a turd. What? I'm attempting me so hard to do the song, and I hate it. 
<laughs> I'm not gonna, but I hate it. I hate it here. <laughs> no, you love it. Yes, you like being here. You wouldn't come every every week if you didn't. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> Alrighty. Thank you for joining us today on Kira Kira Discusses. My name is Shayla. My name is Deanna. And my name is Darian. And my name is Mickey. We'll see y'all next week. We got our special guest again next week. So please join us again. See y'all next week, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. If you want to support what we're doing here at Kira Kira Studios, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Kira Kira Studios. And don't forget to like and share our podcast wherever our podcast is found. Thanks and see you next time.